Quillen Sullivan had, over the course of many years, developed the skills necessary to endure his father's legendary lectures. He could successfully mask his complete lack of interest with an outward appearance of contrition. Twenty-six years of experience in this made him damn near an expert. Right, sure, he answered, nodding furiously, as Patrick Sullivan paced Quillen's humble living room. His father's protracted, heavy steps nearly shook the cheap lamp from Quillen's equally cheap desk, both accoutrements his father hotly disapproved of. The Sullivans did not work hard for nearly two centuries to live in such a front to good taste, after all. Quillen smirked. Is this funny to you? his father demanded, halting his relentless pacing. Oops. Not exactly. You see, what I see is a child I raised who was ungrateful, immature, spoiled, and completely out of control. Do you know how difficult it was to convince Colin to let you stay? Do you understand how absolutely outlandish it is that we even had to sit down to discuss whether or not a Sullivan would be allowed to continue practicing law at our family firm? Patrick's jowls trembled as the word Sullivan spat from his lips. Quillen was quite aware. Sullivan and Associates was practically a birthright for any Sullivan choosing to go into law. Getting removed would be about as likely as the Prince of Wales being stripped of his title. Quillen wondered at his strange sense of pride about the current state of affairs surrounding his actions. His father's tomato-red face matched his hair, and the veins in his thick neck protruded, as they often did, when dealing with his only son. A veil of control settled over his face, a telltale sign of his preparedness to rein in a conversation going nowhere. I'm weary of these discussions, Quillen. I have better things to do than lecture my grown son on how it's unacceptable to consistently drop the ball at work. I've decided to pass this babysitting job onto someone else. Quillen looked up. This piqued his attention. Sorry? Lauren Weatherly. Patrick studied Quillen's blank face. Your cousin Cameron's sister-in-law. Been with the firm about five years now? Seriously, Quillen? You work in the same office? Well, it's not like I spend a lot of time there, is what Quillen wanted to say, but instead replied, I'd probably know her if I saw her. His father groaned in exasperation. One would hope, Quillen. Well, you'll know her soon enough. I've asked her to keep an eye on you and give you direction. Maybe remedial lessons on how to actually do the things you were supposedly trained to do in law school. Quillen shifted in his seat. Sure. Okay. Patrick Sullivan rolled his eyes to the ceiling and sighed again. Of course. Tell me what I want to hear, like you always do. It doesn't matter. You're going to succeed, whether you want to or not. You're going to, because you're my son, and I want to see you be successful. More importantly, you're going to pull your head out of your ass, because it's not only your reputation on the line. It's mine. I'm proud of where I came from.
You could learn some personal pride yourself. His father laughed at the last part, a grating, derisive sound, as if pigs would fly around the world before this happened. I said I would, Quillen insisted, ushering his dad toward the door, fatigued of listening to everyone in his life offering passionate diatribes about what he should be doing. What he should have done was not listen to them in the first place and pursue something that actually interested him. First and foremost, I should have moved far away from these crazy, superstitious Irish kooks. But you don't like anything. What would you have done if not this? Riley's words resonated in his head. I would do anything to have your worries. No one else had the power to reach Quillen and appeal to his better nature the way Riley could. Yet his words changed nothing. 